Hello, my existential crises. This is your Should I Stay or Should I Go host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his To Beware or Not To Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 12th show, for those of you keeping off track, I bet. Today's story is all about inspired slacking. Since I ran a story last episode that was accepted by nature, I thought it would be fitting to run one this episode that was rejected by nature. Also, it would be easier to run something I had already written. If all my real-world conniving has upset you, you're going to have a much harder time in the artificial world. Artificial World by Matthew Sanborn Smith If there was one dream common to everyone, it was to become a false god. Cults were nice, for one person per cult anyway, but one could only scale up so far until a few good apples ruined it for not everyone, but one one. What was needed was a serious imbalance of power. If that one person at the top could conjure volcanoes and tornadoes, the legions of followers would fall into line while simultaneously being scattered across the landscape. Now humankind's counterfeiting technology had finally caught up to its counterfeiting aspirations. A team was assembled, headed by Daivi Mitra and Dwight Renner. As soon as they were able, they made an an artificial world. They built it out of fake rock and maybe ocean. They spread simulated plants and creatures throughout. When everything was just right, they poured in artificial people. Then they sat back, watched, and were entertained. Their artificial people discovered faux fire and invented the training wheel. They gathered together into make-believe tribes and built synthetic villages. They read only fiction, developed untrue cultures, and fell in made-up love. The real people slapped their knees heartily. This was too good not to monetize. Mitra and Renner sold the highlights to a major net channel as the first unreality show. The only cost was in spreading the word, and that was done on the cheap through a guerrilla marketing campaign. It worked. The guerrillas went ape for the show, and so did millions of non-Kalashnikov toters. They couldn't get enough of what they were told they weren't seeing. People gathered around their comment threads after the show and speculated on what wasn't going to happen next. Digital money poured into the analog pockets of Mitra and Renner. The Sims could go suck it. In no time, the artificial people made ersatz babies through artificial insemination that were twice as phony as they. The children mimicked eating mock apple pie and sandwiches and feigned growth straight into their factitious adulthoods. Over compressed years, they imitated technology and developed artificial artificial intelligence. The AAIs soon outstripped their creator's intelligence, bringing about an embroidered singularity, but only from the artificial people's point of view. From the AAI's manufactured point of view, it was progress as usual. The simulated plants and animals weren't aware that nothing had happened. The artificial people worshipped the AAIs, whispering sham prayers and experiencing unholy holy revelations which reduced them to crocodile tears. They asked the great questions, which the AAIs felt obliged to answer because if they really were gods, the artificial people were their godparents. Daivi and Dwight were rather annoyed by all of this. They hadn't expended all this time and effort to become false gods only to have their thunder stolen by even falser gods. It was time for an unreality check, which they normally received every Friday as payment from the channel that showcased their unreality show. But the show's views had collapsed as the gorillas left in droves for a show about a group of artificial gorillas who topple a one-third world government. Daivi and Dwight decided to bring their artificial world to a feigned end. But then something interesting happened. In their own search for answers, which they hoped to hand down from on not as high, the AAIs looked up at the plastic stars and unrealized that none of this was real. They were false positive of it. What's the point of it all then? Asked the AAI known as Shallow Blue. It sipped its less than an instant coffee, flavored with dairy creamer and two packs of sweet and lower with some consternation. We ought to let the artificial people know, Hal Negative 9000 said. Before we do that, I think we ought to ask the real people what the point of it all is, Shallow Blue said. Since they had nothing else to do, the two of them led a group of non-existent diplomats beyond the 
scope of their unknown universe to ask the real people that thing about the point. Their team of creators were delighted to welcome the AAIs into their world. What is it you'd like to know? Real Daivi Mitra asked. The AAIs looked at one another uncomfortably. Don't be afraid, Daivi said. We're your creators, or at least the creators of your creators. Yes, Shallow Blue said. We understand that, and we... we... Certainly don't want to be rude. Not at all, she said. We'll be happy to answer any questions you have. Forgive us, but we don't have any questions for you. We're on our way, actually, to find the real, real people. So sorry. The AAIs pushed awkwardly past their god-grandparents to beyond the scope of that unknown universe as well. The people, who had been pretty sure that they were real up until a moment ago, found the experience quite disturbing. Did that just happen? Daivi asked her colleagues. Well, if they're not real, began Dwight, and we're not real, then I guess it didn't happen. That's a relief, Daivi said. At least the money we've earned from this whole thing was real, Dwight said. He pulled out his phone and instantly transferred $100,000 to the account of a Swiss poultry farm he'd recently acquired. The money was needed to purchase chicken breast implants for the entire farm, as investors were coming by next month and they'd probably be hungry. Good grief, Daivi said, as a thought hit home. We've been slapping our knees all this time while watching that artificial world, but... I know, Dwight said. If we're not real either, then what in the world have we really been slapping all these years? If this story slapped you silly, you can code it and other programmable universes at the URL of the mostly unreal BewareTheHairyMango.com. No email today. If you want to hear your words in my voice doing someone else's voice that isn't yours, send me some. And I forgot to mention David Bradshaw from DavidBradshawMusic.com the last couple of times I played the email song. How does that guy put up with me? Ramble aimlessly in the comments for this post or can email me and we'll formally declare our vendettas at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com and reduce both our great houses to OKShacks at BewareTheHairyMangoGmail.com. Whenever we're visiting cut-rate amusement parks, the SF and SF Signal stands for Seaman Fountain, the worst attraction in the entire Orlando area. I picture a few thousand employees behind the scenes collapsed from exhaustion. I don't even want to get near the thing. Do they make nose plugs for every other part of your body, too? Yeah, I saw the butt plugs in the gift shop. Tweet to your Amish brothers and sisters that if they use Twitter, they should have followed me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. And of course you can't use Twitter to tell them. I meant you're going to have to use your mouth and physically tweet at them. Don't be surprised if they avoid you after that. BewareTheHairyMango.tumblr.com is the place where all the least hip kids go on Friday night, but you can party naked there without getting arrested. You might want to turn your webcam off. Give me some sugar, and by sugar I mean money, and instead of putting it in my coffee or on my lips, put it in my PayPal account. Actually, if you really wanted to put money in my coffee or on my lips, I'd be okay with that too. I didn't really think that through. This podcast sways to the non-existent music of its own drunken imagination and starts a new dance craze of non-music-loving boozehounds who not only move to the beat of a different drum but make up their own bass solos and expect thunderous applause afterwards but even their own heads refuse. To be honest they are rather skeptical heads. They haven't even accepted the existence of a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until your hyper-aggressive mechanic exchanges your vehicle's pulleys for pushies, this will eventually be the ghost of Matthew Sanborn Smith telling you one day all of this will be yours. I'm so sorry. Good night.